Sunday night. It is 11.06 p.m. on the East Coast, U.S. time. Got a little bit of time to kill. Um, figure, figured out I'd get on here and talk some MMA. A lot to talk about in the mixed martial arts world. We got Ngano versus Gone. Oh, we got Torn in the room already. What's up, Torn? We got uh, Henry Suhudo begging for a fight with uh, Volkanovski. That's kind of it's kind of comical, but <laughs> I would like to see it. I mean, that would be that would be a pretty entertaining, fun fight. So, but what's up, Big Torn? How's it going, man? How was um How's your weekend, bro? Um, Sunday night, the weekend went by so damn fast. Uh, do anything cool? I don't really do a whole lot, man. Um, I freaking um spent some time with my aunt that came up to visit. And uh, one of my uncles had like a lunch with them. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. That was um, yesterday. And uh, besides that, man, just checking out the fights, <clears throat> chilling out. Right now, I'm rewatching um, Daredevil on Netflix. I think that's pro- probably like my favorite Netflix show uh, besides Punisher. But um, I'm rewatching that series and it's freaking awesome. There's a lot that I forgot about it, but. <clears throat> All right, so you Torrance says uh Derek Lewis and Ty is going to be a good fight. Yeah, man. Um also just got back from Dave and Busters. Oh, cool, man. Dude, Dave and Busters is freaking awesome. Do you, do you like it? Cuz uh every time that I've went, I've had like a lot of fun. If I remember, they serve drinks there, right? Like you hit like a little button on the on the arcades or the machines and they come over and um get you a drink and stuff like that, but Dave and Busters is pretty awesome. There's one around like where I live. It's like uh twenty twenty minutes away, something like that. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, who did you go with? You just went by yourself just to chill out, or was it like a get together or something? <clears throat> they have like a uh, virtual reality games there too, man. Um I got the Oculus Quest too. So I really don't have to go anywhere to play VR, but um, you know, they got some, I saw that they had like a Star Wars game in VR. Torrance says, uh, yeah, I love it. Yes, they sell drinks. Yeah, man, I knew I wasn't crazy. I'm like, yeah, you hit like a little button and they come over and, and uh, bring you like a beer or whatever you order. So freaking cool. You say you went by yourself. Ah, okay, okay. <clears throat> That's cool, bro. Hey, man. People make fun of me for uh, going to the movies by myself. And I'm always like, what the hell? Like, I love going to to the movies by myself, man. It's like an escape. You know what I mean? Like, you, you actually kind of, like, enjoy the movie more sometimes. Um, It's, I don't know, it's just a hobby. I like, I like doing that. I used to go Sundays a lot by myself. Like, they used to be, like, this local theater, but they closed it down, like, years ago. It was kind of like a little hole in the wall, like, old school. And <clears throat> it was kind of like my dirty little secret. Like, nobody went to that theater because it was kind of old school. Well, I thought it was awesome. Torrance says they have good wing, good chicken wings there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, man, bro. There's nothing wrong with some good chicken wings. Um, how about uh Chinese food chicken wings? You like the 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 Chinese uh, spot ones with the hot sauce, <laughs> with the hot sauce package, bro? I lo- love it, love it, love it. Chicken wings with uh chicken fried rice. <clears throat> man, we got a. I got to touch on that Lewis versus tie fight. Who do you got in that one, man? <clears throat> Torrance says, I'm going back to David Buster's this Saturday for UFC 270. Nice, nice, man. 
Um, that's always fun. I remember one time, this is like way back in the day, bro. I went to go see, um, it was Dan Hardy versus GSP. They were playing, they had it at, at Hooters and I was chilling at Hooters watching that. I remember like lit- literally like watching the Hardy versus GSP fight at a Hooters, the whole damn thing. <clears throat> it was fun. It's real cool doing that. Like at a bar or, you know, some kind of like group get together like that outside, like publicly. Cause it's almost, it's almost like you're at like at a UFC event. You know what I mean? Like the reaction of the people. <clears throat> Torrance says Dave and Busters, they show the UFC pay-per-views. Oh, okay. Oh, so they just, they just have it up. They pay for it. And as long as you go there and you, you know, spend money on food or drinks or games, you could just watch it. Right. That's freaking awesome. <clears throat> The chicken wings are good. Yeah, man. Bro, for Chinese food, um, um, chicken fried rice, chicken fried rice, chicken wings, and I like uh, chicken fried rice and um, chicken and broccoli. Also, crab rangoon is pretty slamming. Um, usually, I get like a small wonton soup. I don't know what the hell's in the wontons, but <laughs> like what kind of meat that is. But I'm not going to lie. I do eat them. <clears throat> bro any good movies have you seen any good movies any good shows and stuff i uh i started watching um peacemaker with john cena on uh, hbo max they had the first three episodes and the first episode i was like and eh, like it's okay like like it was kind of funny but um it started getting better and better and it's got like some like funny raunchy humor <clears throat> like dark raunchy humor um james gunn writes it so uh it's it's pretty good it's getting better and better uh we got blue hello long time no see what's up blue we got harvey dent in the room what's up what's up yeah guys been a while man i just i just been busy and um you know just like life but i got a little bit of time to kill i know it's like a weird time it's sunday you know freaking late on a sunday but i don't have to work tomorrow so we're just talking like uh movies and shows right now guys and uh i was just talking about peacemaker with john cena the the dc show is on hbo max it's it's pretty entertaining it's funny torrance says i seen the new scream oh you saw the new scream dude i remember the original scream movies i have to i have to rewatch them at least watch the first one what did you think of the new one did they do a good job is it is it worth checking out Blue says, we want Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington part two. <clears throat> yeah, Blue, that's a crazy fight. Um, A lot of people are actually um counting Jorge out. And, you know, with good reason, with good reason. I, I, I feel like Kobe should probably be the favorite just based off of like a style matchup. I think Kobe's probably the second best in the division, to be honest, like under Usman. Um. Hamzat's looking like a beast, but he's kind of like unproven. He needs to he needs to fight more top contenders. But I do think Hamzat's like champion material. He's just not there yet. And um, yeah, I think Kobe's the number two, like the clear number two. So you know, if Masvidal like if he can somehow keep the fight on the feet and not get gassed out and tired, um he may have a shot standing because he's very dangerous standing. And I, I feel like he's more dangerous than Colby standing, but Colby's a very intelligent fighter. He has, he has, you know, pretty good fight IQ and 
we all know what he's going to do. He's going to try to attack Jorge's, you know, wrestling ability and his cardio. He's just going to gas him out, just spam takedowns, just be on him. And then as the fight goes on, maybe like from the third round on, he's just going to, you know, turn it up on the feet and try to eat Jorge up. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> SPQR, what's up, SP? John Cena is the this generation Hulk Hogan. He might be, man. He might be. Like, I used to not really care about John Cena too much before, but I actually respect him now. Like, I respect John Cena. Like, I'm kind of rooting for him. Um, I like John Cena. He's a very hard worker. <coughs> and, uh, you know, I hope his show does well. So far, so so far, so good. Uh, Torrance says the new screen was dumb. It wasn't worth the, my watch. Oh, man. That's kind of not, not a surprise. That's not kind of not a surprise. Harvey says, uh, I want Cater versus Ortega, and I'd have um, Cater by early uh, KO. <clears throat> Cater versus Ortega is a great fight. That's actually a really good pick. That's an awesome fight. I might have to actually lean towards Cater as well. I think Calvin Cater could do it. That guy's so tough, man. Calvin Cater is so freaking tough. He's so durable. Um, pretty damn good boxing. Um, you know, he could, he can knock you out. He could hurt you. He has enough power in his hands. Um, he's, he's developing some pretty good fight IQ. <clears throat> you know, what he did to Giga was like really impressive. Cause like, first of all, I thought Giga came in a little bit overconfident. <clears throat> it's good to be confident, but I definitely think he, you know, he said it himself. He thought he was on a knockout cater like early. And, um, I didn't, I didn't even know he said that. I mean, if I would have known he would have said that, I would have felt a little bit alarmed for him because you're not going to knock out Calvin Cater like that. Definitely not early. It's going to be like an accumulation, but I don't think he's ever been stopped. And, um, for Giga to say that it kind of was like maybe not being realistic or overconfidence and Giga's really good at, at, you know, um, fighting at his own pace, like dictating the pace and, and landing shots at a certain distance, you know, where he's comfortable at. And Calvin Cater made him uncomfortable the whole fight. He just like walked him down and he smothered his kicks. You know, that's what you do when a guy is really good at like mid range. You don't, you don't let him utilize mid range. You just, you, you jam him up, you get, you know, get up, up tight on him and um that's it's funny because that's actually how you smother punches too so like if somebody throws a hook you step into it you know and the hook is not really as effective anymore you'd like jam up their punches you can't really do that with straights though <coughs> but yeah great performance by calvin cater um let me get to some of these comments torrent says kobe's gonna be on jorge like white on rice he is man he is Eric, what's up, Eric? Wrestling fans never really liked Cena. He just had a massive push by WWE. Yeah, my best friend actually couldn't stand Cena as a wrestler. He acknowledges he was a hard worker, but <clears throat> he really wasn't feeling him. I mean, the greatest wrestler of all time for me, um, as far as popularity and pop, you have to go with uh, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, they were like amazing on the mic. And uh, so much charisma, so much pop. Um, two of the biggest stars ever. You got to throw Undertaker in there like for like longevity. Um, who else? 
wrestling ability. Uh, let me see. Let me see. You think? Well, Kurt Angle is pretty up there as far as like wrestling ability. Um, Rob Van Dam is pretty nasty. Uh, I mean, I can name so many guys. Like one of my favorites. He's not even like an. Uh, well, when he was younger, he was a beast. Um, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner was like a real athlete. You know, he was a, a pretty high level college wrestler and just a physical freak. Um, as he got older, he slowed down. He got less mobile. You know, he did like less moves and stuff like that. But S Scott Steiner always cracked me up. I loved him in ECW. I mean, I'm WCW. And um, yeah, Big Papa Pump was a character. Booker T. I love Booker T as well. <coughs> Harvey says uh, Chris Jericho. He was, dude. Bro, Cr Chris Jericho. Uh, remember Lance Storm? Lance Storm is really capable. Um, Lance Storm is in WCW, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Torrance says Triple H. Yeah, Triple H is a legend as far as like character. <clears throat> SP says uh, Dan Severn is the greatest technical wrestler, possibly right in MMA. I mean, there's a couple of guys that have crazy credentials. Dan Ser Severn's up there. You had, um, I think, I think he was an Olympic gold medalist. Ke um, Kevin Jackson, I think it was his name, way back. Uh, Frank Shamrock tapped him out with an armbar, like really quick too. But wrestling ability, uh, Kevin Jackson was a beast. Um, obviously, Mark Coleman, um, who else is a crazy wrestler? Randy Couture was Olympic level, of course. DC, <clears throat> who else? Um, Josh Koscheck had like a lot of accolades. Kevin Randleman, <clears throat> oh Mark Kerr, the Smashing Machine. Forget it. What else we got here? All right, we're talking uh, some some wrestling here. Eric Gould says, based on backstage story, Shawn Michaels never really won a real fight against anyone. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. They say like some of the toughest guys was uh, uh, who do we got in the room? Hold on, guys. Let me just uh, Jurek. What's up, Jurek? Some of the toughest guys in wrestling was um, Ravishing Rick Rude, um, Haku. I think he he also was called Ming, right? Um, he was known as a badass. Uh, Scott Norton, um, Scott Steiner. People were like afraid of Scott Steiner and his brother Rick Steiner. Who else is a scary mofo? Um, oh, Ron Simmons, uh, Farouk, right? That was his name. <clears throat> Torrance says Edge is great too. Slam can't forget forget about him. Yeah, Edge had really great. Uh, wrestling ability hell yeah man um blue ultimate warrior oh man blue i used to love ultimate warrior back in the day when i was a kid oh my god remember when him and um hulk hogan were battling for like they had like a wrestlemania it was like a lot of build-up it was hulk hogan versus ultimate warrior that was crazy i used to love ricky the dragon steamboat um who else oh vampiro vampiro was one of my favorites in um wcw <laughs> <clears throat> we can't forget about ECW guys. ECW, the 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 real ECW from back in the day. Um, Taz, Sabu, Sandman. Um, who else? Tommy Dreamer, Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, the Dudley Boys were there. Um, Perry Saturn and 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 Cronus. They were called the Eliminators. <clears throat> and then a little bit more ahead, you had Jerry Lynn. Um, 
Did I mention Mikey Whipwreck? I think I did. ECW was the shit, man. Gangrel. Oh, I remember Gangrel. That's right. <clears throat> Torrance says Chris Benoit. You know, like, based on what Chris Benoit did, they, they completely tried to, like, erase his accolades and what he did in wrestling. But, like, I separated in my head, man. Like, Chris Benoit was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. You know? I mean, 100%. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time, period. Like, his ability... The rabid Wolverine, man. I was so brokenhearted when it happened. The the whole what he did with his family and stuff. But he had like severe brain damage. He he had like a lot of things going on. <clears throat> oh my God! Somebody mentioned Bret Hart. That's SP SPQR. Um, yes, the Dynamite Kid. That's the yep. Do you remember the Dynamite Kid, the British wrestler? He was one of the greatest. Even Bret Hart says Dynamite was the great. He was man. He. He wound up in a wheelchair, I think, SP, um, due to all the injuries and stuff. And he had he was on pain meds, but he was super amazing. <clears throat> Remember um, Psychosis? I think he was in WCW, uh, Ultimo Dragon. Um, I love all those like Luchador guys, too. Uh, Torrance says, I wonder I wonder why didn't the WWE ever make the Rock versus Shawn Michaels? Yeah, interesting. Uh, Torrance says X-Pac. Yup, yup. X-Pac was the one, two, three kid back in the day. I remember X-Pac. <clears throat> Let me see. SPQ says Warrior was crazy. I could understand the thing he said. He was crazy. He was freaking nuts. He had a YouTube channel. Um, and he just like on social media, he would post like rants and stuff like that. Um, he was a little bit out there. He was a little bit out there. He died of a heart attack, like unexpectedly. But <clears throat> you know, God rest his soul. You know, unfortunately, a lot of those wrestlers die from um, pain, pain medication, and uh, steroids. Like you know, steroids um, they enlarge your heart, and once your heart gets enlarged, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, but to my understanding, it's not able to like pump blood properly anymore because it's like stretched out. <clears throat> so a lot of those guys die early. Um Torrance says ECW had Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. Oh my god, RBD was the man. Remember he had that one move? He he would uh I, I god, what was it called? The Van Daminator. That's when he would throw the chair in your face and and, and then do like a spinning back kick. <clears throat> I think that was the Van Daminator. Uh, New Jack, toughest wrestler ever. I didn't hear any arguments. Oh, man. New Jack was a psychopath. He was crazy. Rest in peace, New Jack. I used to love New Jack. I know he got a bad rap and he he did a lot of crazy bad things, but he was nuts, man. He he almost killed this kid in the ring. I think the, the kid was like 17. And I'm sure a lot of you guys know this story, but he faked his age. I mean, he tried to wrestle New Jack in some like local event. <clears throat> And the videos on YouTube, they just beat the hell out of this kid. They thought he was like 20-something years old. <coughs> and New Jack, I think, he jumped off the top turnbuckle with a toaster oven and just split this kid's head open. It was just like gushing blood. He wound up living, but New Jack, I think, got in a lot of trouble for that. <coughs> and another time, this is on YouTube as well. This guy was, um, I know a lot of you guys know about wrestling, but... Oh, Harvey, Harvey just, yeah, he just named it the mass transit incident. Yes, yes, that was it. 
Um, and then there was another time where New Jack stabbed this dude up, like, I think eight times. That's on YouTube as well. He was, like, um, being a little too stiff. Uh, for, for those of you guys who, you know, you know the term stiff, like, in, in wrestling. You know, he wasn't really selling the moves. And uh, New Jack just started stabbing him. It was just, like, insane. I think he was charged with attempted murder, but it got dropped. And and then and another incident, um, what's his name? Uh, Vic Grimes. I think it was Vic Grimes. Um, New Jack, like, remember, he used to dive off of high places, and <clears throat> something happened with Grimes where, like, he moved out the way. Something happened, and New Jack, like, cracked his head open, and he wound up, like, losing hearing in one of his ears, and he had brain damage over it. So, like, fast forward later, um, this is on YouTube as well. They were having like a scaffold match, like way up, like 30 feet in the air, probably. And, um, New, New Jack just threw him off for the freaking scaffolding. He landed like on a bunch of tables, but like all wrong. He almost freaking died. Oh, <clears throat> somebody just brought up Gypsy Joe. Damn, we could just keep bringing up, uh, bring up New Jack incidents. Yeah, he beat the hell out of Gypsy Joe. That man was like a hundred years old and he just beat him with a chain. Um, it was like a bat or a chain or something, and he was throwing him through chairs. It was that was ridiculous, man. That dude was insane. I watched New Jack interviews, like the the shoots, like just for comedy. He was so freaking insane. That dude was nuts. <clears throat> uh, going back to oh, super crazy, Jerk, uh, super crazy. Who else? Uh, Eric says it's a shame we never got Undertaker versus Sting. Oh my God, how could I, how could I forget about the Stinger? Yeah, man. Sting is such a legend. Remember when he came out like with the crow look, the black and white? And then with the wolf pack NWO, he was like red, um, red and black. <coughs> Sting is such a legend. Remember Vader? Vader, uh, oh my god. You went okay, let's talk about tag teams, demolition and um uh Legion of Doom. What? Oh my god. When Legion of Doom would come out with the intro, like, whoa, what a rush. Forget it. Forget it. Those dudes are they were scary. Both of those dudes are like 300 pounds, freaking jack solid muscle with freaking football shoulder pads with spikes. <laughs> Justin, what's up, Justin? Um, who do you think will get the title shot after Cyril and Francis? Man, I don't know. Okay, so <clears throat> I know Derek Lewis is out of the running. Um, you know, he had his shot. Uh, how many title shots did Derek Lewis have? Did he fight for the title twice? But Derek Lewis needs another uh, couple of big wins or maybe like one more big one before he could get considered again. Stipe's right there. You know, maybe maybe Stipe can get the winner of um, Ngano versus um, Gone. I got to look at the heavyweight rankings. Who who else is killing it in the heavyweights? <clears throat> SPQR says New Jack was dangerous, but not tough. Every time I hear New Jack's story involves him with weapons, Brock and Aku would have mauled New Jack. I, yeah, they would have beat the hell out of him. That's a fact. Brock would have Brock just destroyed him. So would have Haku. That, that's for sure. <clears throat> he was definitely crazy, though. <clears throat> Torrance says, remember when Undertaker pushed Mankind off of the steel cage? I do remember that. I think that's when um, he spit his teeth out or something, or his teeth went through his, like, bottom lip. It was some something crazy like that. Actually, I met um, Mick Foley. I met Mick Foley. Um, he would, uh, 
he was recording an audio book and uh, I work in the audio book industry and he was kind enough to take pictures with everybody. And uh, yeah, I actually have a picture with Mick Foley. Swear to God, guys, he was super cool at the time. Like he wasn't as big as I thought out as I thought he was on TV. It's and it's probably like for health reasons. Plus, he's like older, but he still was a fairly good sized guy. Um, Super humble, like super nice. Uh, Torrance says, remember Rikishi? Yes, yes. The Godfather. Yeah, Godfather was a big dude. You know who was one of my favorite dudes? Oh, Justin says twice. Oh, okay. So Derek Lewis fought for the title twice, right? He fought against DC. <clears throat> what was the other title shot? I can't remember. But I used to love, um, real quick on wrestling, I used to love, um, God, what that shit, man. Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid. I felt like, I felt like, um, I don't know, man. They kind of didn't give Sid Vicious the proper push. He had like the look. He was he was intimidating. He had that power bomb. Like Psycho Sid was the man, but he messed up a couple of like live um, promo like skit skit things. I remember like it was something like it was he, he was saying something to um, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and he was like. Um, if I was half the man you were, um, something like I'd have half the brain you have. So, something stupid. He like completely bots the line and they're like <laughs> they're like laughing at him in the ring. It was it was freaking hilarious. Oh man, so awkward. Remember Booker T dropping the end the N bomb? Oh my god. He was doing a promo with his brother and he was Harlem Heat. They were in Harlem Heat and they were talking about Hulk Hogan. And they're like, I'm going to get you like something. Oh, my God. That was freaking so awkward. That was ridiculous. He talked about it on his podcast. It was actually kind of funny, like him reminiscing on that incident. He was he thought he was going to get fired. Like, oh, my God. And he talked to Hulkster about it. And uh, like uh, Hulkster, like Hulk Hogan was like laughing about it and stuff like that. <clears throat> Torrance says Derek only had two title shots, DC twenty and twenty eighteen, and Derek and Gone. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Derek Lewis fought for the interim with against Cyril Gone. Duh. Uh, Derek says Steve Blackman. Oh my God. Yes. Delete the weapon, Steve Blackman. I remember Steve Blackman. Yes, guys. You know what was one of my favorite eras, like the Attitude Era, where they had um. <clears throat> That's such great matches. Remember when um, Rock, Kurt Angle, <clears throat> it was Rock, Kurt Angle, Jericho was in the mix, uh, Benoit was in the mix, Eddie Guerrero, like all those, all those matches, man, between all those guys were just like magic. They were just freaking incredible. <clears throat> Benoit versus uh, freaking Kurt Angle, those, all their matches were nuts. And I used to love those matches because they were like so hard nosed. They they were they were like so like I know it's like fake wrestling, but they were like they were like hard edge, hard nose matches. Like those dudes were like clobbering each other. They were like very realistic, as realistic as wrestling could be. And um man, I used to love those matches, man. Eric says uh Ken Shermock should have stuck to pro wrestling. Ken was a beast, man. He um I forgot if if it was his documentary or or book or something, but 
you know, he was talking about his life and it was, it's not only him, like other people would talk about how strong Ken was. He was ridiculous. His, his bench press was like nuts. I think he was benching like 500 pounds plus like raw, um, really strong for his age growing up, <clears throat> always getting into fights and stuff like that. <clears throat> Ken was a pioneer of the leg lock game too. Absolute legend. Torrance says Sid Vicious had a scary theme song. Yeah, I remember he had a good theme song. Uh, Harvey says, I love the do love gimmick. Yeah, man. Remember he, he had the whole the mankind with the, the sock thing. What was it socky? I forgot. Harvey says, you should look up Piotr Jan scrambling with a guy to win a lobster. What the hell? Okay, I got to look that up, Harvey. I That just sounds freaking nuts. <laughs> SPQR says Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask. Oh, Tiger Mask. Oh, my God. It's the best wrestling match I ever saw. What? Dude, I got to check that out. When I get off this live, I'm going to check that out. Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask. The legendary Tiger Mask. SP says Socko. That's right. Socko. Socko. Oh, my God, guys. What did they do to Perry Saturn? Like, man, Saturn has so much potential. He had, like, the look. He was mean. He was mean looking. He, he had like wrestling ability. He was strong. Um, they totally punked him out in wrestling, man. They made him like a freaking weirdo, like with a mop. That was sad. Dean Malenko. Remember Dean Malenko? <clears throat> okay. Remember um, Crowbar from WCW? Remember um, Canyon? Was it Chris Canyon? Yeah, Canyon was pretty badass. Uh, Billy Kidman, I think that's his name. He was pretty nasty. Um, Juventud Guerrera, was that his name too? Juvie, right? The Juice. Blue says Ken Shamrock, he was strong, however, loss or win. He was strong in WWF and in WCW, he was. Torrance says, you missed a comment slam. What did I miss? What did I miss? Let me see. Torrance says, Steve Blackman and Rob Van Dam would have been a great match. Both are mixed martial arts-based wrestlers. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Apparently, <clears throat> by, by uh, uh, you know, like all accounts, Steve Blackman's the real deal. Like, that dude is, like, super dangerous. He's a very accomplished martial artist. Like, he's the real deal. And I believe it. I believe it. He definitely looked like no joke. Let me see. <clears throat> Eric says, Saturn hurt a guy in the ring out of anger. They gave him the mop gimmick as punishment. Holy shit, really? Oh, man, that's not cool. Saturn, if I'm not mistaken, he was an army ranger, you know, like a like a freaking elite in the military. And there was an incident where somebody was being robbed at gunpoint or, or like a female was going to get raped, something crazy like that. And he wound up stopping a guy, but he got shot multiple times. It was other multiple times at once, but he got shot like in his neck and he got really, he got really messed up over that injury. But, um, dude is a savage, man. I didn't know that he hurt somebody in the ring like that on purpose. He was on drugs. He admits it. He was doing cocaine and stuff like that. <clears throat> Harvey says, yeah, Piotr Jan's scrambling ability is crazy good. We haven't seen it much because he doesn't get uh, took down. But man, that video is beautiful. I got to check it out, bro. I'm definitely going to check that out. Piotr Jan is a beast. That dude's a beast. I, I don't see Aljo beating him. I really don't. 
Jurek says, um, you think Frank Shamrock would have had a career in wrestling? <clears throat> I think Frank, Sh- Frank Shamrock would have been pretty good. He would have been a cruiserweight. He's definitely um, a pioneer of like mixed martial arts. He was a, a really amazing martial artist in his prime. Um, he had kickboxing. I mean, he wasn't an, an elite kickboxer, but he learned kickboxing through um, Maurice Smith. So he definitely developed ability, um, grappling. He was ahead of his time, especially with leg locks like his brother, Ken. And, um, and another thing that Frank was ahead of his time was the cardio and conditioning. Like he was one of the most conditioned specimens back in the day, which I believe like his conditioning and his, his physical ability, like rivals guys of today, you know, Frank was, uh, he was a, he was a beast. He definitely was a beast. Lou says, everybody remember Shawn Michaels versus Diesel Kevin Nash in your house 1996? I remember that, but I don't really remember. I would love to re- revisit that on YouTube. Torrance says, people thought RBD was a good hardcore wrestler. Steve Blackman was more dangerous hardcore guy. <clears throat> I never really seen a lot of Steve Blackman's hardcore matches. Um, I think he did get to a point where he was using like weapons, right? Blue says, Ken Sharm, uh, Frank Sharmack versus Nick Diaz was a strong match. Yeah. You know, Frank was in shape, but he was kind of like out of his prime a little bit there. And Nick just kind of wore him out. I don't know if he had an injury. I think he did have an injury going into that fight. Um, SPQR says, have you seen the film The Craze? It's about identical twin gangsters that ran London in the 50s and 60s. I haven't seen it, but I know that. The Legend movie with Tom Hardy, I think, is based on those guys, right? Where he played the twins. I think it's called Legends or Legend or something, which I didn't see that. <clears throat> but if it's if the documentary or the film you're talking about is worth a watch, SP, I'll check it out. Eric says, it's a damn shame that Frank Shermark will never be inducted in the Hall of Fame. That's a crime, man. Absolutely. That's a total crime. It's a travesty. I think it's based off of like politics and a grudge. I mean, he's just, he's an absolute pioneer. He's the first light heavyweight champion, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> Jurek says Frank Shermock should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. Yeah, man. Absolutely, Jurek. Like, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. It, it, it's a crime again. It's, it's absolute, it's an absolute shame that he's not, you know? <clears throat> Boss Rutan's an absolute legend, too. He's in the Hall of Fame. Um, and you know, nothing against boss boss is like MMA royalty. I love him to death. He's one of my favorite personalities in MMA. One of my biggest inspirations, one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um, but to be honest with you, Frank Shamrock's more deserving of being in the, in the UFC hall of fame than boss. And my opinion Uh, Blue says Hamza Chimay versus Gilbert Burns time. Oh, I don't know. They talked about it, Blue. They've been going back and forth online. They agreed upon it, but I don't think they've made anything official. Um, I will. I would love to see it. That's a great fight. Jurek says same with uh Jens Pulver. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know why Jens Pulver is not in the UFC. I like Hall of Fame. That's another politics thing. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is craziness. I have Jens Pulver's book right there. I have a bunch of mixed martial arts books, like training books, like wrestling, jujitsu, 
like general MMA books. I, I like if I could figure out how to display them like on, you know, lives or on camera, I would love to put them as like deco in the background, but I don't know how to really display them, but I got a ton of books. Um and Jen's Polar's book is uh it's a good read. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's called Little Evil. I forgot the rest of the title, but it's it's a really crazy story. His dad was like super abusive towards him. He he um if I remember, he put like a freaking gun to his head and his mouth or like a shotgun to his head or something. And, and, and you know, he said he didn't pull the trigger because he wasn't even worth the value of the bullet. He would just play like super crazy messed up mind games with uh, Jens Pulver. <clears throat> um, SP says, yes, but the craze from the 1990s better. It's a film that stars Gary and Martin Kemp as Ronnie and Reggie Craig. Those guys are brutal. Wow. Okay. I got to check it out. SP, SP, I'm a big movie, movie guy, man. I'm a super movie buff. Love movies to death. So, you know, when you guys recommend great films, I'm all over it. <coughs> Justin says, who you got? Masvidal versus Covington. Well, back in the day, um, this is like a while ago. Like, I think almost like years ago now, like over a year, I did a breakdown on Jorge versus Co Covington. And I think I actually picked Jorge to win. But as you see these guys compete and have different fights, I mean, of course, your opinion changes. Um, I'm going to say, um, I mean, for me right now, probably being honest, I might lean towards Colby, um, probably 55-45 Colby, maybe 60-40 Colby, but I'm not sure. It's like Jorge should not be counted out. I mean, that guy, I, I feel like Jorge is very dangerous, especially standing. And if he comes in motivated, you know, I, Jorge to me has pretty solid defensive wrestling. You know, I don't think he's going to be able to stop every Covington takedown, but if he somehow is able to stop his takedowns <clears throat> and get the fight to, to be at a pace that he's comfortable with and he can maintain his cardio, he's going to give Kobe problems. He's very dangerous standing. <clears throat> Justin says, have you seen Parasite? I saw it, dude. That's a Korean movie, right? Um, I saw it uh, pretty much when it came out, when it was released. It was, it was good. It was freaking out there. Like, wow. I was just like, this movie's crazy. Cayman, what's up, Cayman? Giga got gigot. <laughs> he did, he did, man. He came in, a, he came in a little bit overconfident. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Cater, though, man. Cater, Cater just did his thing. He just, he just neutralized Giga like big time. Uh, Town Square, Diego, what's up, Town Square? Thank you for joining, my man. Um, who's your favorite fighter to watch? Uh, right now. Entertainment wise, like Yoel Romero used to be up there, but he's he's out of the UFC. Um, Israel Adesanya is entertaining. <clears throat> His striking just like amazes me. Um, I like watching um, McGregor. I like watching Conor fight. I tune in when McGregor fights. That something's gonna happen. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Uh, I like watching Poirier battle. Um, Charles Oliveira is very entertaining. Um, Justin Gaethje's exciting. <clears throat> as, as far as like a, like a technical martial arts aspect, like someone that I just like enjoy watching their ability, <clears throat> even though he wasn't considered exciting, um, Habib, 
you know, the way Habib would just dominate people with his wrestling ability and grappling ability. It was just like amazing to watch. Um, I'm trying to think of like a more. Oh, I love Wonder Boy. I love Wonder Boy standing. I mean, wow. Watching Wonder Boy strike is just like poetry in motion when he's on. But um, yeah, those are some of the guys that I like right now. Oh, Hamza right now. Hamza freaking intrigues me, man. Like big time. <clears throat> Jerk says Fader should be in the UFC Hall of Fame one day. Like Fader, you know, I don't know if they'll ever have him in the UFC Hall of Fame because he never competed there. But, um, you know, definitely in the MMA Hall of Fame in general. And like Ariel Hawani brought this up. Um, he believes this should be like an outside Hall of Fame, like outside of the UFC. And, I, you know, I agree with him. And um, Fader, Fader definitely needs to be in there. I mean, 100%. He's MMA royalty. He's one. He's like Mount Rushmore MMA. Like, seriously. Kamen says, Brock Lesnar said, knock, knock. Kamen said, who's there? Brock said, Bobby. Kamen said, Bobby who? Brock said, exactly. Oh, Bobby Lashley? <clears throat> Eric says, uh, thoughts on Izzy versus Whitaker rematch. Um, I'm excited for it, bro. I think... Um, I don't think it's going to play out like the first fight. I think um, Whitaker's going to come in more calculated. And the the typical way we see Whitaker fight, like intelligently mixing things up. And I think he definitely saw a chink in the armor, like a path to victory. Um, the lane that Jan Blahovich took. But the thing is, is like Jan was like a lot bigger than Adesanya. And Jan Blahovich is Jan Blahovich. Whitaker is not him. So I don't necessarily think it's going to be that easy to take Izzy down for Whitaker and hold him down. And I think if it stays standing, um, Adesanya, he's going to have the edge. So I expect a great fight. I I, I think um, Whitaker could win. If I had to pick pick someone that I think is going to win, oh, man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's so tough to call. Uh, part of me says Izzy's going to get it done again. And another part of me got this funny feeling that Whitaker's going to pull it off. Mm. Uh, um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm just going to do like a quick pick like on the spot. I'll say I'll go with my gut. Just not not thinking about it too hard. I'm going to say, um, oh, man, it's tough. Um, Izzy. I think Izzy would do it again. But I'm not like it's not a solid pick like at all. Tom Square Diego says, uh, is Aspinall a future heavyweight champ? I think I think uh Tom Aspinall, right? That's his name. He's a beast. I think he's a beast. He kind of reminds me of Stipe in his build. Um, I like his striking, I like his boxing. He yeah, he looks very impressive. He looks very freaking impressive. Uh champ material, possibly. Possibly, I mean, if you remove Gon from the equation and and Gano, he probably probably would be champ one day, you know. But Francis is a tremendous roadblock for so many people. Like, good luck getting by that guy, and also good luck getting by Cyril Gon. So it's like the two best in the division are are, are battling, and <laughs> whichever one comes out on top, it's kind of like good luck beating that guy, you know. Good luck. SB says Dustin's my favorite. Connor don't want that fight again. <coughs> I don't know who Connor's trying to fight. Connor's trying to chase that belt. I think they're gonna try to give him a 
Oliveira and Oliveira is kind of down. I don't, I don't really, like, I don't fault Oliveira for taking the money fight because, you know, you got a small window in this game to, to make as much money as you can and get out unscathed. I mean, you're still going to come out injured and banged up, but <clears throat> I don't, I don't blame Oliveira for that. I don't think Connor should skip, you know, people over, to be honest with you. He needs like another, like a good win against a solid contender before he could even sniff a title shot. But it's McGregor. You know what I mean? It's 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 going to be a big, big fight, big pay-per-view fight. And um, he always puts butts in seats and gets people to buy pay-per-view. So, you know, they're going to give him the title shot. <clears throat> uh, Blue says, you want Charles Oliver to go to welterweight? I think he'll do well at welterweight. I'll tell you that, Blue. Like, he's he's a big guy. He's got the frame for it. Um, if you look at Charles um, out of fight camp and when he's not fighting, he's got to be like 200 pounds. He has to be. He has to be. Uh, Kamen says, the thing is, Whitaker can't be Hitaker. <laughs> he's got to pick his shots and have to use wrestling just to mix it up or else he's going to get Bobby knuckled. Yeah, man. I got to agree with that. <clears throat> What ha- like when I was watching the first fight, you know, I talked about it before. I feel like Whitaker was like overly aggressive and he kept on the same damn combination. He kept ending his striking sequences with like a, that overhand right. It's like a weird like looping downward overhand and he likes to sneak it in at the end of combinations. Um, You know, but is he freaking just uh, he saw it coming. He just countered him. You know, he was very predictable and he paid for it. <clears throat> Eric says that they give Connor the title shot, Gaethje would throw a dolly at his boss. Yeah, he did say he's in a go ballistic. SP says, how about Connor versus Chandler? That would be a good fight. Connor versus Chandler would be awesome. I mean, I think Chandler is going to be like um, a bigger, more dangerous version of Mendez. <clears throat> and we saw what Mendez did to, a, oh, in a more conditioned version. So that may be a big problem for Connor, but I do think Connor can knock him out on the feet. So I think he's capable. He's capable of it. Not that it's like a foregone conclusion. Because I think I think Chandler can knock him out too. Chandler's a powerful dude, man. But definitely I would give the grappling edge to Chandler and um cardio conditioning to Chandler. The stand up to Connor. And um yeah, I mean that's a that's a great fight. What else we got here? Kamen says, when Cowboy lost in 40 seconds against Connor, I was just like, man, I know anyone can get caught, but that was Cowboy's literally biggest opportunity. He got proper 12. Yeah, he got murdered in that fight. He got murdered. Kamen says, the rise of Jake Paul. Jake Paul, the greatest troll. He is a big time troll, man. You know, he's got, he's definitely got some ability. He's a dangerous dude. You know, it's not like he's a scrub that he can't strike or box at all. Um, He would knock out like, Pretty much any average person, especially smaller than him, off the street. But you know, he 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 talks a he talks a crazy crazy game, and it's 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 just for attention. He knows what he's doing. He wants to get into MMA now, so he says he would get absolute absolutely crushed and annihilated by anybody halfway decent in MMA. Um, that one forty five er, what's his name? AJ Agazam, I think that's his name. There's a video on YouTube, and I know that was like some years ago, but 
he was just toying with Jake Paul. It was just like ridiculous. They had like a like a hard sparring, like grappling match or an MMA type match, like a smoker. And he just annihilated Jake Paul. It was it was sad. <clears throat> Let me see. Blue says, um, Conor versus Chandler, good fight, but not this time. Conor McGregor, you have more fight to for business. Oh, he fights more for business, not for money. <clears throat> possibly, possibly. He needs to focus again for sure. SP says, if Conor can't go crazy, he would beat Chandler. Conor's biggest enemy is himself. <clears throat> I think that's a valid point. Um, Town Square says, do you have any martial arts background? Yeah, I do, man. Um, I talked about it before, um, but um, obviously, like, new people to the channel won't notice, but I wrestled in high school. Um, I uh, did traditional martial arts when I was a kid. I did, like, a, a combination of, like, karate and judo, and then I trained mixed martial arts, like, starting in my early 20s for i mean honestly longer than a decade but like but like consistently for like a decade like a good you know a good i would say about a decade you know um and then just like right now i just do stuff just to stay in shape you know what i mean i I still try to maintain the things that i learn and the skills that i acquired and um that's it man i never had any amateur fights or pros i tried i had a couple of matches that fell through um i, I may be on record for having uh, a win by default <laughs> um one dude he um the day before the match uh, apparently he said he couldn't get his medicals in i trained for that match like you know um two months like hard and very disappointing <clears throat> and then ironically this is crazy um, the next fight I was supposed to have that I committed to, um, they switched opponents a couple of times. I was supposed to fight a jiu-jitsu uh, BJJ black belt, so he said he was, and um, trained really hard for that, uh, bust my ass for that, um, got in crazy shape, uh, weighed in with this kid. I met him, shook his hand, um, actually went to use the bathroom, and I met him in the bathroom, and I was super respectful. You know, I shook his hand. I said, "Hey, man, we're gonna have a good perform, a uh, good fight tomorrow. Best of luck." The day of the event, I'm in the back, and I'm warming up. Um, I think I was like the fourth fight or fifth fight, and I'm with my team in the back, and um, I'm hitting mitts and stuff, warming up. And at the time, I was dating somebody. She actually drove up pretty far to to catch the fight, like an hour and a half. It was it was it, you know it was crazy. Um, the kid just disappears. He like leaves the building. <clears throat> the promoter comes to the back as I'm warming up, and he's like, "Look, we can't we can't find this kid. Like he's not answering his phone. We don't know where the hell he's at." And um, fight got scrapped. So I wound up sitting in the crowd with um. You know, the, the chick I was dating at the time, but, but like hand wraps, like ready to go. And uh, I never got to, I never got my time to shine. You know, um, it's a regret. It sucks, but it's something that I can't change. And it got to a point where, you know, injuries and I got too old to try to pursue that. So it was just like a hobby, like a passion of mine. And, um, you know, right now I just I follow the sport and just try to stay in shape and um, maintain certain you know, things that I learned and skills for like self-defense and that's about it. So that's my long-winded story, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> um, 
Lou says, Cowboy Cerrone, good actor. I see him in many movies. Yeah, man, he did a um, a movie with uh, Gina Carano recently. It was like a, a Western. A Western. I'm happy for Cowboy. Um, he was in a couple of other things. I saw him in another movie. He was like a like a prisoner. And he had like a fight or something, some riot. <clears throat> Kamen says, who's more of the athletic freak, Brock Lesnar? Um, Brock Lesnar, Cyril Ghana, and Ghanu. Uh, we got Dennis Almeida. Hey man, these videos you make are incredible. Keep it up. Oh man. Thank you so much, Dennis. Hey bro. Thank you so much for hopping in the live. Thank you for that. That compliment and the love, man. Um, really appreciate it. I truly mean that. And, uh, you know, first time I, I see you in the live and, uh, and on the channel and I hope you stick around, man. I really appreciate that. <clears throat> Cayman says, who's more of an athletic freak, Brock, Cyril, Gon, or Ngano? I think they all are men in different ways. Uh, Brock may be the raw, like the raw power strongest. Um, as far as like athleticism, probably Cyril Gon is the most, most athletic. Uh, Francis Ngano is, you know, he's a freak of nature himself. He's like, he's super powerful, explosive. Um, he may be the most explosive out of the three. And um, but yeah, I, I think um Cyril's the most athletic, like overall. <clears throat> SP says, is boxing part of MMA? If so, then Bruce Lee um won a boxing tournament in Hong Kong using Wing Chung. Interesting. Did he, man? Did he? Bruce Lee's one of my idols, man. He's one of my um one of my heroes growing up and stuff like that. <clears throat> Definitely um, one of the greatest martial artists of all time, really. Um, he's influenced so many people. <coughs> Dennis says, yes, man. I want to know your thoughts on Oliveros uh, as a fighter. Also predictions for how a fight would go between him and McGregor. Oh, okay, bro. So my thoughts of Oliveira as a fighter. Uh, first of all, like I talked about it before. I think Oliveira is such an inspiration. And, you know... Um, all of us that have followed the sport for such a long time, you know, you know, we know how it is. Like when a guy drops a couple of fights, like they get written off, you know, people say, oh, they're never going to win the title. They're, they're going to be a gatekeeper forever, this and that. And you see so much negativity online. And um, it's so inspiring to see Oliveira become champion after like so many years of trying. You know, I think it was like 11 years he beat Bisbing out for like lengthwise. And and Oliveira got he had so many streaks of losses and he was counted out so so much, you know, multiple times in his career. Like, I mean, strings of losses. He has such a spotty record and he just figured it out. He never stopped believing in, in himself and working hard and improving. And right now, Dubronx is like he's in his absolute prime right now as a fighter, like mentally and physically, and he's just a beast. Um not really like a criticism, but it's a concern with him is like his fight style is it's a little concerning because he takes a lot of shots, you know, but um, it's crazy how he's like a Terminator. This guy could get dropped and he gets back up and he just gets back in your face and his pressure is insane, insane. And a lot of a lot of his ability to win, I think, is his mind. You know, I think he he probably always had it physically and skill wise, but I think his his mind was messing him him up back in the day. Maybe a confidence issue, and it's like present day. Not to be super long winded, but 
it, the mind is so powerful, guys. Like if you decide you're not going to get knocked out and you decide you're going to go through the fire and, 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 and win, you know, no matter what obstacle comes up in a fight, it's a great chance you're going to win. <laughs> like it's, it's a great chance you're going to win. But if you're going with a defeatist attitude and you're questioning your chin and, and, you know, you have a lot of self doubt, like, you almost create your negative reality. Like you do get knocked out. So I think he had like this mental adjustment and he's, he's a, he's a, he's an amazing fighter. Like I've, I love watching him fight. He's, he's well-rounded danger wise on the feet and on the ground. <clears throat> so that's how I feel about Oliveira. And as a person, I really like him. He's super, super humble, very generous with his community and his people and stuff like that. Really respect him and him versus Connor, like definitely the grappling Oliveira. If, if Oliveira gets Connor down, it is probably going to be a wrap. I mean, it's probably going to be a wrap. Like Connor would fend him off a little bit because I think Connor's BJJ is a little bit underrated when he has a full gas tank. He's pretty solid. Um, <clears throat> but, but Oliveira would chew him up grappling. He would just, he would just, he would tap him out um, on the feet. Uh, it's, it, it's, it'll be a very competitive striking battle. It'll be co competitive striking battle. I might give the edge to Connor early on only because Oliver does get hit a lot. And, um, Connor's like a sniper. He's very precise, but as the fight goes on, it's going to definitely go in favor of, uh, Charles Oliveira. So if, if I'm asked like who I think will win that fight. My, maybe my opinion changes tomorrow, but like right now at this moment, I'm, I think I'm going to lean towards Charles Oliveira. I think he can weather the storm, weather the storm and drag Connor to deep water and, and probably tap him out. So those are my, those are my thoughts on that, man. <clears throat> Town says Charles has the benefit of falling to his back when he gets hurt, a big advantage. Oh, absolutely, man. Cause no one's going to go to the ground with him. Very few guys. I mean, that's, that's a fact town. For sure, man. <clears throat> Eric says, uh, Joshua Fabia versus Has Hasbula. Uh, Hasbula. Hasbula, definitely. Blue says, um, do you think Jorge Masvidal is Covington? Uh, really? Really? I think I'm understanding like a real friendship or a fake friend? Fake still friend? Uh, I think... I think are you talking about like is their beef real or is this all like made up blue? Like are they still friends? I mean, I I think I don't think it's fake. I think they really don't like each other right now. <clears throat> and um I think they were good friends at some point and I think the 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 animosity is real. <clears throat> Kamen says Mark has some Mark Hunt said Brock Lesnar felt like he had the strength of cyborg of a cyborg and he just couldn't buzz Lesnar when he got his hands clapped class yeah brock is an animal he was in crazy shape that fight too i know he was juiced up though but he looked nuts in that fight physically town says i don't know if this is a hot take but i think connor has better defensive grappling than dustin while dustin has better offensive grappling game hmm that's an interesting take town i haven't really like uh i gotta i would have to think about that man but that's really interesting I, like i said i do think connor's grappling is very underrated you know, there's other guys, and it's not me saying that either. It's just me. Um, Eddie Bravo's co-signed on it, and a few other like high-level BJJ guys. Um, um, GSP's trainer, uh, what's his name? Faraz Sahabi has commented on it. 
Yeah. Um, SP says, you talking about having the right mental attitude and belief in yourself reminds me of Rocky Marciano. He never believed he could lose. He never did lose and is the only undefeated heavyweight champ. 49-0. Absolutely, bro. You know, not to get super philosophical, but do you notice, and I've talked about this before, like in my personal life, like with family and friends, but you notice like when you're a kid, you almost like make things into reality just by thinking it. Like as a kid, you tend to really believe in yourself and believe in things, you know, and if you believe you can do something, you just do it. You know, it's crazy like like that ability that kids have. And as you get older and you go through, um, you know, failures and you and and you come up short, it kind of messes with your mind where you kind of stop believing in yourself like that. And sometimes it's the people around you like pumping negativity in your head and they say things like, oh, what are the odds? Like, let's say you want to be an actor and people start telling you, oh, play it safe. Just be a sanitation worker, be a welder. You know, um, go to go in the Navy. Like, why do you want to do acting? You know, what are the odds you're going to make it? If you had that mentality of what are the odds, you're never going to make it. I mean, you're never going to make it. But if you go chase to be an actor and you say to yourself, you know, like the quote, how they say, um, burn the boats behind you. Like if you want to take over like an island, you know, burn the boats behind you. So there's no turning back. You have no choice. So like in the actor, um, as far as being an actor, that example, if you go into that and you say to yourself, no matter what, like, I'm going to be a freaking successful actor, you know, um, even if I have to camp outside of like, um, WB Warner brothers and, and big budget companies and bother them every single day, you know, um, and if you have that mentality and you give 150 percent, I, I, I feel like I feel like it's only a matter of time before you're successful. You know what I mean? It's not like if you are, I think it's a matter of time, but you have to have like almost a delusional self-belief. So, um, yeah, man, the mind is like super powerful for sure. For sure. Torrance says narcissistic people do that. Yeah, man. You know, to be honest with you, a lot of successful people there, they do have a narcissistic quality. And a lot of people view narcissism as a bad thing. And for the most part, it probably is. But I think a little bit of narcissism might be good. You know, as crazy as that sounds, I think you need a little bit of narcissism. You know, everybody should have a good amount of like self-confidence. Because if you don't have confidence and self-belief, I mean, you're never going to make it. Like, and so many facets of life. But anyway, guys, I'm not trying to stand on a soapbox and act like I know everything. Um, <laughs> been on here, uh, over an hour. Usually I do lives for about an hour. So, uh, I'm going to get off as getting late guys. And, um, I want to thank all you guys for hopping on the live again. I always say this broken record. I truly appreciate all of you guys. And, um, until the next one, I want everybody to take care, stay safe and I'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. Later guys.